Hey everyone, this is Chaz. And this is Tyler, and we'd like to welcome you to the Mountain Peak Podcast. If you're looking for real, honest conversations about Christian life, theology, social issues, and pop culture, you are in the right place. We'd like to discuss the ins and outs of the faith, ask tough questions, and explore what it means to live a healthy and consistent Christian life. We're glad you've decided to join us, so let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Hey everybody, as you just heard in that intro, I am Chaz. And this is Tyler. And welcome to the Mountain Peak Podcast. Tyler, how's your week been? It's been pretty good. I moved into a new apartment a couple days ago. Nice. How's that? It's nice. Um, like a studio. Okay. Got brick walls. It's very nice. Yep. How's your week been? It's been good. Not this week, but last week. My father-in-law and I replaced our back door. Because if you read my blogs, the threshold was messed up. It was rotten. You read a blog? I wrote a blog. Interesting. Did you say... I'll have, to, I'll have to check that out. Did you say write or I didn't read? know you wrote blogs. I can't read, blog but I can write. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Except it was really a lot more work than we realized it was. And neither one of us are carpenters. I make a podcast. <laughs> that type of knowledge doesn't translate well to carpentry. Sure. Um, levels and such, wood, drill, saw, but we got it in, and it looks fantastic. Looks amazing. You can see it. I'm looking at it right now. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, so guys, as you can probably tell, this is a random ramblings episode. This is the episode where we have a couple categories that we want to hit, but we don't have one set theological topic. So our first thing that we're going to hit today is our fun fact. Tyler, that's you this week. That is me. The fun fact this episode is about coffee. Well, as you guys may know, if you read my bio on our website, I love coffee. You have a bio? I do. See what I did there? Yeah. It's on this website. It's called mountainpeakreflection.com. You might have heard of it. I'll, try, I'll check it out. You should, yeah, after the episode, maybe okay. give it a look. But yeah, so it's about coffee. The coffee bean and its... Um, benefits, I guess you could say, were discovered sometime during the 11th century AD in Ethiopia by a goat herder. His goats kept eating these red berries and they had all this energy and they would not rest. So he's like, what the heck is going on? Caffeinated goat sounds like the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, and so long story short, he discovers that they're eating these these red berries and took quite a while for people to discover um, that you needed to roast grind up and uh, use water to to make the coffee that we know today Um, so a coffee bean comes from a berry yeah so I was gonna explain that too so the coffee beans are actually the seeds of the coffee cherry which grows on a coffee tree. Coffee cherry. Yeah, so a coffee cherry is a red cherry that grows on the coffee tree. And when they are harvested, the the beans are, or the seeds are removed, they're dried, and shipped off all around the world for people to make um, joy in a cup. <laughs> I'm, I'm Bean not... juice. That's worse. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I hate to tell you this, but I'm I'm a tea man myself. Not not a huge fan of the coffee bean. I like chai, still not coffee. No. 
I think I knew that. I think so. We're still friends. So in your, in your heart, right. you knew. Yeah. Whether, you, whether you actually knew or not, you knew in your heart. Right. Um, yeah, so hopefully that was a fun fact for people. It was a blast for me. I, I could tell. I, I, <laughs> I did not know coffee came from cherries. Yeah. And just going to do a quick plug accurate. on climate change here, guys. By the year 2050... The coffee population will be cut in half if we do not do something about climate change. Wait, coffee population? <laughs> yeah, well, so the current uh, you know, population of coffee trees right. that currently exist now, will be Do you only calculate coffee trees that own homes? Do you account for all the coffee trees in one home in this population census? <laughs> <laughs> only if they have a job. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's it for the fun fact. I don't have anything else to say about coffee right now. Me either. Except that it's not as good as tea. I'm going to pretend he didn't say that. <laughs> but, yeah, so coffee. Um, do we have a media corner segment that you're going to do? Tyler. For us? I'm about to blow your mind with this media corner. Okay. So first off, I want to tell you about a movie that I have watched that I absolutely love. It's actually a documentary, so I feel like that's kind of kind of up your alley. Mm-hmm. It is called I Am. Have you ever heard of it? I have not heard of it. Um. It used to be on Netflix. I'm real sad that they took it off. However, I liked it so much that even while it was on Netflix, I went ahead and bought it. So you are free to borrow it at any time. Um, if you're listening and you want to check it out, I definitely recommend it. Have you ever heard of Tom Shadyac? No. Have you ever heard of Bruce Almighty? Yes. Have you ever heard of Evan Almighty? Yes. Have you ever heard of Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Yeah. Ace Ventura When Nature Calls? Of course, that's the best one. He directed all of those movies. Dude, that guy's awesome. And then he had a near-death experience. And I am follows him as he tries to figure out the meaning of life. Wow. And it is an amazing, well-written, well-produced, kind of like this podcast, movie. Probably not as well-produced as the podcast. Nothing. But nothing, Tyler. I can sort of understand. Yeah, they tried. Why is it called I Am? Do you know? Does that have any relation to God's name in Exodus that he gives to Moses? I'm sure it does on an existential level, but it doesn't come out and say that yeah. in the actual movie that I can recall. It's It's been a minute since I've seen it. So, another great part about this movie is the soundtrack. There is one of my favorite songs by a man named Brett Denon. Ain't No Dude, Reason. I, I love Brett Denon. Yeah. And I know that song. Yeah, it's so good. And yeah. it works in the documentary so well. It's talking about materialism mm-hmm. and why we live the way we do. It it really resonates with that movie, and that movie really resonates with me. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Another thing I talked about on our last uh, media corner, when it was your turn, was a book that I had read. Way back when, I told you guys in the first media corner that I was going to read a book called Sandcastle Kings. Still working on it. Okay. Um, I've read two books since I started Sandcastle Kings. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm also working on my Master's of Religious Education. So when you have to read 12 chapters of a book a week, you kind of stop reading all the other books that you're reading. 
So Sandcastle Kings is on the back burner as of now. But my new favorite book is Screw Tape Letters mm. by C.S. Lewis. That's a good one. It is. I've read it two and a half times now. So I guess I probably could have finished Sandcastle Kings, but I got sidetracked. So Screw Tape Letters follows letters written from a demon to his nephew, who is a tempter demon. Um, and the uncle has been a tempter, and now he's the secretary for some big department in hell. It's, it doesn't sound uh, all that great, but it is an amazing book, and it really makes you think from a different perspective about how we live and the things we do. So I definitely recommend Screw Tape Letters as well. Did you hear about this, Tyler? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> so there's a movie out right now, a Christian flick that is, that actually has a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes, pardon me. Rotten Tomatoes. A fresh rating. Yeah. You, that can't be right. And it's a Christian film. It even has Christ in the title. Oh my gosh. A Case for Christ. Have you ever heard of Lee Strobel? Yeah. So it's his story. Okay. It is that... As of right now, a 79 critic rating. It's not certified fresh yet, um, but it could be with that rating. And an audience score of 84%. That's surprising. Yeah. This is the studio that put it out. It's their first ever non-rotten movie on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's a Christian film. It is. All their movies are Christian films. Yeah. The company that put it out, its name is Pure Flix. You heard of them? Yes. So they have a service kind of like Netflix, but it's purely family and Christian films. So in honor of them getting a movie rated fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, I put together a little game. I like games. Well, I scoured Pure Flix for the best films that are not <laughs> that are not rated fresh. And we're going to play a little game called Can You Guess the Movie Story? Based on the name and win all the glory. <laughs> okay. How this game's going to work is I'm going to give you a movie title and you have to guess the plot off of just the movie title. Okay. So our producer Rita and myself are going to be the ones who give you the points. So and I want you to win. I'm on your side. Because if you okay. win, you get a prize and I want you to get this prize. Okay. So there's 12 of them. You have to get seven right. However, you do have two lifelines. You can use each of them once. Okay. Your life twelve, twelve movies. Twelve movies. You have to get seven, seven right. I like my chances. Yeah. Those are both you biblical get, numbers. Right, and you just have to get barely over half. Okay. So your lifelines are: see the movie poster. If you use this, I will pull up the poster for that movie. All right. And hopefully that helps. Probably not. Your second lifeline is hear the tagline for the movie. Ah, okay. So if you use that one, I'll give you the tagline in addition to the title, and hopefully that will help. Fun fact, many of these movies didn't have taglines, so I went ahead and made those for you. <laughs> and I found myself a new career. So if you're watching this and you hear my wonderful taglines, hire me. No cheating. All right. There are 12. If you get 7 out of 12, you get a prize. Sounds like a plan. All right, you ready? Yes. You ready, America? Here we go. Your first movie, Holy Man Undercover. Holy Man Undercover. What's it about? It's about a Catholic priest who joins the mafia. 
in an attempt to convert other mafia members to faith. The Catholicism? <laughs> I'm going to have to say no. Reese says no. No point for that one. I'm going to pull up the poster since you've already guessed. Okay. Here's the movie poster. <laughs> what? <laughs> the plot of the movie is an Amish man goes to Hollywood to be a missionary. So you're... Ah. And gets cast as Satan on a nighttime soap opera. <laughs> the film stars David A.R. White, founder of Pure Flicks, Fred Willard, noted comedian, and Bo Duke himself, John Snyder, from the original Dukes of Hazard. The tagline, which I did not make up, is, He's hot, he's hip, he's Amish. <laughs> you ready for the next one? Uh, You're 0-1. Yeah. All right, all right. This one, I have faith in you. Okay. The movie title is Prodigal. Prodigal. Prodigal is about a teenage pastor's daughter who runs away from home, goes to college, finds out her dad, the pastor, was actually right all along, tries to come back home, and is not accepted. Is college evil in this scenario? Well, it, it's an allegory for evil. Okay. Knowledge? <laughs> I'm going to fight for that point. I, th- I say we give him that point. Okay, you ready to hear the synopsis? Yeah. Levi Layton, or Levi probably, that makes more sense, is 18 years old and tired of his life and the expectations of being a preacher's son. Whoa, hey. Despite being very close with his father when he was a kid, Levi and his father, Steve have grown distant, and Levi finds himself wanting more for his life than their small town can offer. Levi receives a large inheritance, and he, his girlfriend Abigail, we're going to say that's who you were talking about the whole time, (laughs) and his best friend Tyler discover their chance to get away from it all. 18 years old and armed with $100,000, a life of fast cars, raging parties, and new friends is just a midnight's escape away. Fun fact about this movie, this film is listed as having mild, strong language for the use of the term OMG. It just says OMG. (laughs) Tagline, love will lead you home. Uh, Do you want to see this movie poster? Of course I do. You can probably guess what it looks like. Prodigal. The kid looks like an emo kid. Yeah. Ready for your next one? Yes. Dancer and the Dame. Dancer and the Dame. This movie is about a male ballet artist who falls in love (laughs) with a Christian woman and is converted to Christianity. He also leaves ballet dancing behind because it's evil (laughs) does he do it at college no college no um i'm gonna go ahead and say no (laughs) so you're you have two one point okay (laughs) rick dancer a wisecracking disgruntled detective (laughs) is long past his prime only with the help of princess a fussy and fastidious canine cop can dancer break the case of his career. Oh my. Fun fact 
Dancer and the Dame stars Billy Gardell from Mike and Molly. Here's the movie poster. Unbelievable. <laughs> Don't forget your lifelines, because I feel like that would have helped. Uh, I, got a, I got a lot more, though, to <laughs> yeah. guess. So yeah, you do. Use them wisely. Right. Okay. Tagline. None, so I made it up. This dynamic duo fights crime K9 to 5. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Call me. Higher. Uh, Ready for your next one? Uh huh. Seeker and Fetch. Okay, I know we just have one about a dog, but I'm going to say this one is a family friendly film. No, well, that's all of them. About. Don't hedge your bets. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to use a lifeline. Okay. Because well, I'm do down you... to one out of three right now. I got. I got to. I got to keep going. Do you want the tagline or the movie poster? I'm gonna take the tagline. Oh, a poor choice. <laughs> so the tagline, none. So I made it. <laughs> Two unlikely pets. One amazing plan. Oh man. Okay. So the movie is called Seeker and Fetch. Seeker and Fetch. All right, I think this movie it's is like about... Milo and Otis, but worse. <laughs> that should have been the title. <laughs> this movie is about a cat and a dog. Seeker is the cat. Fetch is the dog. They both set out on an amazing adventure to rescue their owner's daughter from certain destruction. College... <laughs> A.K.A. college. <laughs> no one gets converted. Alright, so Rita, I'm torn right here. Do we give him the point? He was like half right. No. no? <laughs> Alright. But. Uh, uh, half a point. Half, half a point. One okay. and a half points. Okay. That's going to be some crap math that I'm going to have to do at the end of it. Just going to round up. <laughs> round up to seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so you ready to hear Seeker and Fetch? Yes. When Anna's love for animals leads her to turn her home into a shelter for lost pets, her neighbor reports her to the authorities because it's illegal, apparently. Her beloved Seeker, an Australian shepherd, and Fetch... A nearly blind potbelly pig <laughs> must come up with a plan to save the day. What? You want to see the movie poster? Yes. Can't wait to see his potbelly pig. Oh my gosh, he has glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? All the rest of them are dogs. Oh, yeah. there's a parrot there. Yeah. Okay. And a cat and a bunny. Wow. If you were listening, <laughs> if you were listening to this on anything other than YouTube. Go ahead and go to YouTube. We're going to have the movie posters over the podcast so you can see. It's going to be amazing. And feel free to get a PureFlix membership and watch any of these. (laughs) Not a sponsor. Would you like to uh, hear the fun fact for Seeker and Fetch? Sure. Seeker and Fetch are voiced by Daniel Day-Lewis and Sir Ben Kingsley, respectively, and the film was directed by Peter Jackson. No. This is not true. <laughs> I could not find a fun fact about this film. I almost got really sad. 
Peter Jackson. What I the mean, heck? it's a journey film. You could have directed it. <laughs> All right, you ready for your next right, one? Yeah. Think about this one. Okay. Divine Will. I'm gonna give you a hint because I want you to win the prize. Don't think biblical. Think Hallmark movie. I'm not sure if that helps. Okay, well you still but... have your lifeline. <laughs> I have one more though. Yeah. That's true. Okay, divine. Maybe word. I'll let you. I, changing the rules mid-game, you can use both lifelines twice. Wow. Okay. I want you to win this prize. I still get to see what the prize is, even if I don't win. Yeah, right? I get to keep it. Okay. Okay. So someone will get the prize. Yeah. All right. Divine will is about a woman who loses her husband in a tragic car accident thinks that there's no reason for life and love but then finds true happiness when a man of her dreams waltzes into her life and sweeps her off her feet what's the man's name the man's name is obviously edward (laughs) not will All right. Not well. Um, I'm going to have to say no <laughs> to that one. So, divine uh, will. This is hard. But yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have made it so. <laughs> the plot to divine will. Life in Punkyville, Kentucky, has always been a bit unconventional. When Will Blessings... Let that sink in first. I wish his name was Will Divine. <laughs> It's a real blessing. Arrives, things get really interesting. Will comes with his uncle Dave, a former rock star in a 90s band called Isolation, who has been hired as the church's new choir director. Under Dave's talented leadership, the choir begins to thrive. Meanwhile, the mysterious Will begins to affect the town with a divine gift of his own. Fun fact. This film won Best Picture from the Hollywood International Moving Picture Film Festival, which is very prestigious, and it only gives this award out every month of every year. <laughs> Think this one won in a February. <laughs> you want to know the tagline? Uh, yep. Well, of course there wasn't one, so I made it up. Okay. Worship degrees matter. <laughs> and so you, are, you are good at the taglines. <laughs> Worship degrees matter, and so does divine power. If you have a worship degree, you understand that joke. All right, you ready for your next one? Mm -hmm. The title pretty much gives it away. I've heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let me show you the poster for Divine Wheel. Oh, yes. Wonder if they want you to know they won an award. I don't think so. (laughs) It's pretty subliminal. Yeah. If you're not watching on YouTube, um, the whole bottom half of the movie poster is just black with a giant award seal on it. All right, next one. I don't even know. I haven't been keeping track. I don't know if you can win I think this I have point six and a half points. Is that I think you have the opposite of the six and a half points. <laughs> <One> and a half. <laughs> uh, I thought I could sneak past you guys. I'm just going to give you the whole point on the other one because I don't see it happening at this point. Okay. So you have two points. Is that okay, Rita? Yes. Sure. I'm going to go on a roll. The next movie is called Chihuahua, the movie. <laughs> okay. Chihuahua, the movie. 
is about a German Shepherd. Just kidding. It's about a Chihuahua who loves tacos in other Mexican food. <laughs> That's Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> You're mixing up your Chihuahua movies. I think it's the right one. Okay. It's a Chihuahua that loves Mexican food. Okay. And travels from Seattle, Washington, <laughs> all the way to Cancun Whoa. to find the perfect Mexican dish. I'm learning two things from this. One, you should write movies. Yes. And I should write the taglines for them. And two... You, should, you want to scrap this whole podcast? Yeah, yeah we have a new business. <laughs> We're coming for you, Pure Flicks. The second thing I've found out today is you're really bad at guessing the synopsis <laughs> of movies. I'm going to show you the picture. Okay. Or the poster. Because it will give you absolutely no help. It's a picture of a chihuahua. This reminds me of Legally Blonde. It's. I'm pretty sure it's the same Is dog. this like a... An offshoot of Legally yeah. Blonde. It's a spinoff. It's about her dog. Bruiser. <laughs> I have that knowledge tucked away up here. All right, you want to hear the actual movie plot? Yeah. Sandra, an attractive weight loss doctor in her 30s, looks down at people that she feels are not at her level. She especially dislikes Jeannie, the medical office's receptionist. Jeannie is a heavyset single mother of two who works the phones and cannot be separated from her beloved chihuahua, Bella. One day... Sandra falls and is knocked unconscious, only to awaken in the body of Bella. What? Yep. Wait, it gets much better. After the initial shock of realizing she is now a dog, Sandra uses her new sense of smell to make discoveries about herself and those around her. About herself? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What she discovers is she now smells like a chihuahua. Is one of these discoveries that she has an immense <laughs> desire for Mexican <laughs> food? It didn't say, and I didn't watch it, so I don't, I don't know. You want a fun fact about this movie? Yeah. Renee Pizzota, who is credited as the receptionist Genie, is also credited in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as Average-Looking Woman. <laughs> Uh, this is a new podcast. <laughs> this is too much fun. Oh, sorry. I lost it. <laughs> That's good. Would you like to hear the tagline? Yes. <laughs> there wasn't one, so I made it up. <laughs> Smell the truth. <laughs> uh it's absurd. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, get it together. I'm crying. Uh, Alright, Tyler. You gotta get a lot of them right. <laughs> Me on the out. You ready for your next one? Yeah. My mother's future husband. Okay. My mother's future husband is about a young girl's struggle to accept the man that 
her mom wants to marry, who will then become her stepfather. That's it. You want to try again? (laughs) (laughs) It's broad enough. Okay, we giving them that one? All right, you win the point. You want to see the movie poster? Yeah. What? There's so many things happening. So many husbands. All right. 15-year-old Headley, is how I'm going to say it, and her mother, Renee, have more than just a mother-daughter relationship. In the five years since Headley's father died, mother and daughter have become best friends. When Headley experiences her first crush, she decides her mother needs some romance in her life as well. So Headley and her friend Willis devise a scheme to help Renee find love again. After a few misadventures, they introduce Renee to Andrew, a single dad with a four-year-old son and sparks fly. Through it all, Headley and Renee learn that they must first deal with the pain of the past before they can open their hearts to the possibilities of the future. That sounds lovely. Right? Do you want to know a fun fact about this film? Of course. The film stars Leah Thompson from Back to the Future as the mom, Renee, and Jacob Tremblay from the award-winning Room, an upcoming movie, Wonder. Hmm. So two big names. And the, one of the guys is in every movie ever. If, if you're looking at... The poster, the guy in the middle, I don't know his name, but he's in White Chicks. That helps. Would you like to hear the tagline for this one? Yes. It actually had one. I didn't have to do my new job. The tagline is, Headley, a 15-year-old girl, feels her mother has been in mourning long enough and is determined to find her a new husband by summer. No joke, that's the tagline. It's the whole synopsis of the movie. I don't like that. You should have rewrote it. It's Raining Men. There you go. Done. (laughs) Featuring Jacob Tremblay. Ready for the next one? Yep. This movie's called The Dog Father. Oh my god. There's so (laughs) many animal movies. They're family friendly. It can be about anything. Yeah. The Dog Father. It's probably about... You know, I'm going to use one of the lifelines before I even guess. Which lifeline would you like to use? Let me see the poster. Can I do that? Yes. Can you use that one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So the dog father appears to be about an ugly dog that is running some sort of shady operation with his owners. <laughs> And who leads them into all sorts of trouble to get the bones that he wants. <laughs> I'm this is terrible. I don't have to say no to that one. <laughs> Alright, you want to hear the actual oh, synopsis? I'm really bad at this. Yeah. Sonny, a mobster's bulldog, swallows his master's precious ring and runs away. With two bird brain henchmen on his tail, Sonny finds a new home in the suburbs with Frank's family. 12-year-old Josh and his mom think Sonny is really cool and super smart, but his stressed-out dad Brian wants to get rid of the slobbering, pooping machine. Brian has a change of heart when Sonny is dog-napped, and he realizes how much Sonny means to his heartbroken family. Now it's up to Brian to save Sonny. (laughs) Fun fact about this one? Mm -hmm. 
Brian is played by actor-comedian Chris Parnell, who you may know from 21 Jump Street, Archer, Anchorman, Saturday Night Live, or 30 Rock. Wow. Yeah, What? where's his career? He must have switched agents for a bit. He had a rough patch there. Yeah. Would you like to, speaking of rough patch, would you like to hear the tagline? Yes. <laughs> from mob dog to family pet. It's a rough life. Oh, boy. Didn't make that one up. That's real. <laughs> All right. So you have two points. Okay. So if you get the rest right, let's three see. Points. Three Hey. You have three points, hey. so you can still win. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we had four left. Uh, we only have three left. But let's just do them for fun. All right. All right. The next movie is called Apocalypse 4, Judgment. First off... There's four of these apocalypses. That's besides the point. What's it about? Apocalypse for the judgment. No, the just judgment. Oh, okay. Sounds like a movie portraying one of the phases of the tribulation period, probably based loosely off the Left Behind books, but. Not directly, since they're already left behind movies. So same premise is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I want to say it's about a period during the tribulation. All right. I'll give you that point. That was a broad enough answer, Rita. <laughs> Rita's not so sure. Yeah, I'm just trying to give you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got the setting. You didn't get the plot. <laughs> you just told us the setting, but I'll give it to you. So, disillusioned lawyer Mitch Kendrick is forced to defend an accused Christian terrorist, Helen Hanna, in an entirely scripted trial. Desperate and with the world watching, Kendrick puts Helen's leader, God, on trial instead. I think you're going to be surprised at this movie poster. What? So, fun Is this fact... the A-team? <laughs> fun, fun fact, this film stars Corbin Burnson of L.A. Law and Psych, as well as the one and only Mr. T. Nice. Didn't look into it. Really hope he plays God. <laughs> Morgan Freeman who? We have Mr. T. The tagline for this movie, I did not get to make up. The Supreme Court versus the Supreme Being. Let the trial begin. (laughs) So you have four points. The next movie, you ready? Yes. Dude, Where's My Dog? Dude, Where's My Dog is obviously about a lost dog in two friends' pursuit to find said lost dog. I think I'll give you half a point for that. Well, it's technically lost. I'll give you the point. Yeah, Yeah, I'll give you the point. All right. The synopsis. It's not the first time Ray has been left home alone, but he will face new challenges when his dog, Harry, gets loose. To his horror, Ray finds that his dog has run into the suspicious neighbor's house and accidentally knocked over the top-secret invisibility potion. Whoa. Want to see the movie poster? Yes. It's an invisible dog. Oh my gosh. Connect the dots. Can't even see him. I mean, he's a Connect the Dots activity book page. Is Ashton Kutcher in this movie? He plays the dog. Sweet. I'm, I didn't say voices the dog. <laughs> he plays the dog. That's the fun fact. 
Just kidding. The real fun fact, the film was written and directed by the producer of the show Family Matters with everyone's favorite neighbor who would probably invent invisibility potion, Steve Urkel. Hey. Producer has fun. Producer has one thing on his mind. Sketch neighbors that love science. <laughs> the tagline for this movie, how do you find a dog you can't see? That's a great question. Yeah. I feel like that's a setup to a really corny dad joke. Yes. How do you catch a unique rabbit? With your hands. Unique up on it. Just let that suck in for a minute while I pull up the next movie. I'm a dad now. I can make these jokes legally. <laughs> that's true. All right. You ready for your next movie? Yes. How many points does Mr. Tyler have? Read it. Five. You have five points. I don't know what happened, but there's two movies left, so you can't... <laughs> God, it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Here we go. All right. All right. The next movie title is... I remember you used to have three lifelines. <laughs> Using them all. <laughs> there's two movies left. This movie is called Unlikely Angel. Unlikely Angel. What are the three lifelines that I have left? I you can have... see the poster one more time, All right. and you can hear the tagline twice. I want to use the tagline twice on the same one. <laughs> <laughs> can I hear it one more time? <laughs> I will hear the tagline on this one, though. All right. Once. Well, there was none, so I made one oh, no. Okay. Can this doll of a singer make it as an angel? Doll of a singer make it as an angel. I'm going to say this is about a woman who sings and dies, but then becomes the guardian angel for a very close loved one. How much weight do you want to put on the fact that she comes back and has to guard a very close loved one? (laughs) Say 10 pounds. Do you want to pretend you just didn't say that? (laughs) go with the first half of what you said and try again we can pretend that okay yeah so this singer dies comes back as an angel so far so good (laughs) well what else do they do you tell me (laughs) that's the point go to the game (laughs) well it would seem logical that she would become a guardian angel for somebody I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with my answer and put the pressure on you guys to deliberate. Okay, I'm gonna read the synopsis, and then Rita and I are gonna discuss to see if we're gonna give you this or not. An egotistical lounge singer accidentally drives her car off a cliff. Whoops! First of all, <laughs> that's a big mistake. As a very unlikely angel. She is sent back to Earth to redeem herself and earn her wings. It is only then that she realizes how self-centered she has been. So she does die and become an angel. We can give it to him. I haven't seen it, so she may guard someone (laughs) at some point. She may be like, hey, cliff ahead, don't drive off of it. Do you remember the tagline? Because it's about to come back into play. Can this doll of a singer... Make, Make it, it as an angel. This film stars Dolly Parton. What? Yeah, I should write movie taglines, right? This film stars Dolly Parton and is found under the genre of Catholic. I had no idea that was a, a movie genre. Pure flicks. Right, yes. Not a sponsor. 
And probably never will be now. <laughs> Did I show you the movie poster? No. Let's take a look. Uh. It's Dolly Parton with hair. Lots of it. Lots of hair. Updo. Maybe? Is that what you call that? Or just big hair? It looks down. Just big hair. <clears throat> That's a down do. It's not the mountain do. That's right. Dad joke. Alright. Does he have six points? Yes. You somehow got six points. And we have one... I mean, I'm pretty good at this. We have one movie left. It all hinges on this. Bug Off. Bug Off. Remember, I still have... You have two last ones. So I'm actually going to use both of them. All right, what do you want to use first? So let's let's see the, the movie poster. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I will say, I did not watch this movie. I watched the trailer, and it's... Cinema Gold. Can I have the tagline now? Well, there wasn't one, so I made it up. <laughs> well, there's a tagline on the poster, so I'll give you both of them. All right. The tagline on the poster that you can clearly see <laughs> reads, My brother is a bug. The tagline I made up is, It's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, only worse. Okay. In this movie, the sister's brother is turned into a bug by some weird experiment that one of the parents performs and the sister then has to spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out how to reverse this unfortunate procedure. Remember when you said parent? Yes. Don't say parent. If somebody's if somebody say <laughs> watching your child but it's not a parent what would you call that? A creeper. <laughs> you went the wrong way with it? I like where your mind's at. A babysitter. Okay. So the babysitter turns the brother into a bug. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler has just won the game. <laughs> Based on a popular children's book, Bug Off is a rollicking tale of two feuding siblings. 10-year-old Krista. However, I just want to point out that websites need to get their crap together because some websites said 10-year-old Krista. Some websites said 11-year-old Krista. How old is Krista? It's kind of like the synoptic problem, I think. Basically the same thing. And her pesky 7-year-old brother, Tyler, a master manipulator who's constantly getting Krista into hot water. Tyler may bug her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Tyler may bug her, but can Krista undo the damage she had wished for when their alien babysitter turns Tyler into an actual bug? Oh my gosh. You've heard the tagline. Would you like to hear a fun fact? Yes. The babysitter's name... (laughs) It's going to take me a minute to get through this. The babysitter's name... (laughs) You can't do it. Mrs. Pickled Nickel. <laughs> oh. One more time, what was it? The babysitter's name is Miss, Mrs. <laughs> Pickled Nickel. And no one ever suspects her of being an alien. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening who could not hear through my laughter... The babysitter's name is Mrs. Pickle Nickel. (laughs) 
and no one suspected her of being an alien. I don't buy it. That's where this movie falls off for me. Oh, well, that's the game, folks. If you're playing at home, you probably won. <laughs> Tyler. Oh my gosh. Got I seven. won with no help whatsoever. No, no. <laughs> Here is your prize. Oh my gosh. It's an egg with the words not meat written on it. If you're listening at home, if you got seven <laughs> right, amazing. if you got seven right and would like a prize, go ahead and go into your kitchen, grab an egg, and write the words not meat on it. This is great. That's yours to keep. <laughs> Thanks, man. The best thing, the best thing about that is it's not hard boiled. It's just an egg. <laughs> it probably should be in the fridge. <laughs> but hey, just for decoration, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this go round. I hope you enjoyed our first ever game on the Mountain Peak Podcast. I hope you played along, and I hope you won. Again, if you didn't see the movie posters, please go to YouTube and see these glorious works of art, or Google them, however you want to do that. Uh, Tyler, if people want to hear more from you, which after today you know they do, you're a game champion, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter, at TylerBWilson34, and everything I do for the... (laughs) blog and podcasts you can find on our website at mountainpeakreflection.com You can find Tyler on Twitter at Mrs. Picklenail <laughs> I think that's Rita's Twitter handle, right? Yeah, Mrs. Picklenail <laughs> Alright, you can find me as well on mountainpeakreflection.com um, That's where we post our blogs Tyler's once a month as of right now, I'm once a week the setup's going to change a little bit. It used to be every Monday we would, I would put out a new uh, blog post. Every other Monday we'd put out a podcast. Now it's going to be every other Monday we're going to put out the podcast. Every Monday that the podcast does not come out, we're going to put out a video on YouTube. So be sure to be subscribed to our YouTube channel. Think, think about all the fun you heard us having today. Would you like to be able to see us having all that fun? Would you like to have all that fun with us? Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Chaz McPeak. I'm sometimes active on there. The last thing I tweeted was about Kofefe. Of course. Wake up in the morning feeling like Kofefe. That's what I tweeted. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook. You can like us, just search Mountain Peak Reflection on Twitter, Mountain Peak Pod. On Instagram, I believe we are MP Reflection, and we're going to be more active on Instagram. We're just getting that kicked off, so definitely check that out. Be sure to check the website for any information that we're going to have on Unplugged. But I believe that's it today. Yeah, so thank you guys for hanging out with us for a little bit. I want to thank Rita Dunn for producing the podcast and Logan Patton for providing the music. Bye. See you. Miss Pickle Nickel. <laughs>